0: business is booming from the small mom and pops to the big industries our local businesses drive our economy and provide the products services and jobs we depend on our host Jennifer McCurdy brings us these stories as she visits with the business owners and leaders of Fort Payne and DeKalb County Alabama and now here's Jennifer
1: Sylvia Hernandez thank you for joining me on business is booming today Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for
0: uh, allowing me to be your guest. It's an honor.
1: Well, I'm so glad you came because I love your story. Uh, entrepreneur, that's the hardest word to say. Can you say it? Entrepreneur. That's great. I get tongue-tied on that one. But we're so thankful that you have started your own business. Is it five years now? Six? Seven. Seven? How did mm-hmm. I miss two years? COVID. We'll just COVID. blame it on COVID. Two years gone mm-hmm. because of COVID. Seven years. Go play therapy, pediatric therapy. Yes. Now that's great. You're, I love what you're doing there. But I want to hear your story, getting into Go Play Therapy. How it became Go Play Therapy. Your vision for
0: it. Your life. Tell us about. Tell us about it. Okay. Um, well, it started a long time ago. You know, my background was in early intervention. I started as an interpreter. And I loved going out to people's homes and uh, and being a part of that and watching the therapists do their work and being able to interact with the family. And as the interpreter, I feel like I, I'm i able to connect more with the families versus the third person. So I built that rapport and then I worked in a private clinic. And then from that private clinic, I started off as an interpreter secretary and I moved up and it was... Uh, they were pretty big, and I really enjoyed it. We had a lot of Hispanic families coming in, so I got to do the interpreting and, and, and also the administrative side to it, and I really enjoyed it. So then um, from there, i just been thinking about something different. I wanted something different. I uh, didn't know if I was going to be able to stay there at my job or, or create something of my own, and I just started praying about it and thinking about it and put a pen to paper and just started writing down ideas and started putting a plan together. And then before I knew it, I had, a, I had it on paper. And then having it on paper is one thing, but then doing the legwork is something else. So then after that, I started looking at buildings and trying to find the right location and um, the right end of town. Just all kinds of rent. So looking at rent. think about. <laughs> looking at rent here in Fort Payne. Right? Wait, erasing,
1: that's uh-huh. not the same amount of money I thought I would be spending on that. Right. So
0: adjust that number. Right. And the buildings I looked at at the south end of town were a lot higher than at the north end. And and being my first, you know, starting up, I was I was scared to get into something I wouldn't be able to pay for. So I settled at the north end of town and, and it's right off the interstate. And it's been a very good location. Because you have people coming from? Gadsden. Um, we've had, we do, we also contract with the state of Alabama. So we have people that come from Montgomery, um, Gunnersville, just all over the place. Birmingham, we have a lot of patients that come in off the interstate. Um, and we're just right there and we're really easy to find. And
1: it's speech and occupational therapy yes. for pediatrics. Yes,
0: absolutely. You
1: have a special story, though. <laughs> and I was hoping you would start with that, Sylvia.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I didn't know if we were because going Because your there.
1: passion is... But, your entrepreneurship mm-hmm. is awesome. I mean, that's, tr- it's, I just get so excited for you when I think <laughs> about it because just how scary it is to start a business. I mean, you invested your whole life savings mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think your dad helps you. And, My
0: dad's savings.
1: <laughs> right. Everybody poured into your, your yes. dream for you. Yes. Because of your passion, I think. Uh-huh. And Absolutely. that was because you yourself had gone through some mm-hmm. issues and, I did. Son. I have, I
0: have. Uh, you know, I had the I had my two sons. Um one's living one's deceased. Um, by the way, he would have been seventeen this year. Um, the other one is twenty four, and he's doing pretty good. He's on this new med, the Trikafta. I think for, some cystic of you, fibrosis. for cystic fibrosis. I think some of you out there are familiar with with um with those med- medications. But anyway, um, you know, Alex was four years old before he really wanted to start talking and we were going to Birmingham for speech. Uh, one time a month that's
1: a lot <laughs> that's a lot that's a long it, way especially when you're trying to work and earn a living mm-hmm. and
0: yes to get out there one time a month and you didn't really know if you're going to see change or not and then it's like why don't we have these services here at home um and I think since then you know I also had a niece that that was uh, receiving therapy at home through early intervention and then so it was there again you know my speech receiving services and then my niece receiving services. So, it's just, it was already there. It was already there 20 years ago. But Alex is doing very well with his CF. He's very well maintained. He's, um, right now, he said he's living his best life. On the other hand, um, I lost my son, Michael, to CF, Um, unfortunately. um, His case was different than Alex's, and he was a lot more severe. Um, Lost him, and like I said, this year, he would have been 17. So, I would, you know, the therapist come in and they would do, um, he would have therapy there at the hospital. And it was nice to to see it and learn about it. So a long time ago, it was already there. That seed was already planted. And then though I'm not a therapist, uh, I did know a lot of people. I do know a lot of people and I was able to put those connections together. And um, like you said, I just, a prayer, a whim and, you know, just, (laughs) <laughs> my daddy's money so <laughs> that's where I started and, and thank the good lord through the years I've been able to pay my dad back um so I'm on the good side now um just debt free a of, on that debt end. free on that end yes but I, I did have to go through a lot of heartache and pain to actually get to where I'm at now but I think that's what makes me good for my job
1: and it has not been easy I've no. Sylvia has <laughs> served on the she served on the chamber board when I first started at the mm-hmm. Fort Payne Chamber she was on the board mm-hmm and I'm so grateful for that because we've developed a friendship because of that. And, Absolutely, um, I just love you, Sylvia. <laughs> so um, during the time that I've known mm-hmm. you, I have seen you. If you're in healthcare, you know that you're at the you're at the mercy of Medicaid and yes. Medicare. So yes. there have been times when Sylvia needed to pay her employees, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this. No. and I know she sold her truck before just to pay her employees. <laughs> Yes. I mean, that is a true servant to me because you're not letting people go. You're not saying, hey, no money this week, maybe next week. You are doing what it takes to keep your employees afloat and keep them going.
0: Well, in in pediatrics, you have that ebb and flow. You either have too many patients and not enough staff or too much staff and not enough patients. So it was like you either have the money or you don't. You either have it or you don't. And then Medicaid's pay cycle is it's every two or three weeks. And then you get, you know, your private insurance check every week. But it's not anywhere near the size of the Medicaid that we have in this area. So we, um, you know, we we depended on we depend mm-hmm. on that Medicaid check. We do. But they always pay and they always pay on time. You just got to <laughs> just get gotta away gotta it. It until that time. Comes. Right. Right. But, you know, I did make a lot of sacrifices. I have. I have because um, you know I've, I've said this one time. I've said it a million times. It's, it's not about me at the end of the day. It's about if we can provide a service and be be something, be a light for somebody else, then we've done our job. Yes. We've done our job, and we see all kinds of all kinds of you know children throughout the day and throughout the week and years. You never know. You never know who's going through what, who's struggling, who just needs a safe place for the day.
1: And if those children do not get their services early,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that impacts their whole life, lively their whole life. It I does. Mean, if you're not where you need to be when you start school,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then it'll set you back. It sets you mm-hmm. back forever. I feel. I feel mm-hmm. like that's just how mm-hmm. it is. So, not for parents to be able to have those services here in town.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of parents wouldn't be able to travel out of town.
0: Right. You're. You're absolutely right. Um, you know, we have people that just live on the opposite end of town and. And, you know, we're still low on gas money or, or, you know, have to decide whether they're going to put gas in their vehicle or go buy groceries. I get it. I understand that. I've been there. I have been there. I've drove to Birmingham on a donut before, <laughs> you know, deciding is it worth it. And, yes, it's always worth it. It's always worth it. You make those sacrifices. I did it for my kids, and I'll continue to do it, you know, for my employees, whatever I need to do, just so we can continue to help uh, to help our clients
1: what else is going on in your world Sylvia? what else
0: oh my goodness there's a there's a, a lot of things <laughs> a lot <laughs> of things you know i serve on the leadership board with you jennifer yes so um, if you're interested that is, in yes leadership the cab absolutely come uh come by and fill out an application um serving on the board with leadership has been such a great honor um uh you know being on that board there's a lot of wonderful people. Great people! I've got to know Kevin Burton a whole different light, and he is wonderful. <laughs> he is so fun, yes, and just the atmosphere in the group. You know, we went to Montgomery. We laughed. We had a really good time, um and just still, I'm in awe at all the businesses, all the new businesses or, or business existing businesses that are out there that we can go tour and and see what it's like on the back side of things. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, I was. I love the EMA, you know, what they do and, and how they do things and how decisions are made. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have so many, well, you know, again, social media, people complain about <laughs> we didn't close the schools on time or we didn't do this on time or why didn't they do this or do that. But when you're in there and you're listening and you you learn how they make those decisions and those calls, it's amazing at how fast things are done.
1: And the EMA is the Emergency Management mm-hmm. Agency in mm-hmm. Fort so if there's a catastrophe somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, we did a block thing yes. you know, with the oil spill and Collins. Well, it was a joke. <laughs> I mean, not a joke. It was a drill. It was a Not drill. a joke, mm-hmm. a drill. And boy, you start thinking it's like deer in the headlights. Mm-hmm. These people have to think on their feet. Quick. Yes. Quick. Mm-hmm. So it's, and this, this show could be called, instead of business is booming, stay off Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> if you have nothing positive I'm, to say. Correct. Correct. <laughs> um. I want to get back to you as an entrepreneurial. We're talking about your you you're involved in leadership mm-hmm. and you served on the chamber board. Yes, that's something else that I think that young, younger, even mm-hmm. older people mm-hmm. in the community become be involved. Don't just own the business.
0: Mm-hmm. You have to be in your community. You have to be in it. You have to be in it. You have to know what's going on. Um, it's not that I just work in the office. You know, I love to go out and. You know, talk with our parents and meet with them and kind of get some of the back backstory mm-hmm. of how they how they ended up there or why they're there or what their expectations are of us and what what kind of outcomes are they wanting to see. Um, but getting
1: out in the community, as far as yes, t- talk about how serving on the chamber board made oh, a difference in your life it, or your, your business.
0: Absolutely, it did. I was able to get out and network and and meet people that I've never met before. I've, you know, living in living in this area for so long and you don't really know who the business owner is or, or what really goes on in certain businesses, but then serving on the chamber, having the opportunity to get out and network and shake hands and meet people. And it's just been, it's been amazing. It's been great. I've met a lot of people that I didn't think that our circles, whatever. meet. Meet Absolutely. So it's been great. It's been, it's been really good. And then also right now, um, myself and a couple other business owners here in town latino business owners are trying to put together a festival for september don't have flyers yet but we will get them out we're working on it (laughs) but um the latino festival Festival that we will be having in september at the rotary pavilion uh, i'll let y'all know when we get flyers out um but you know again myself and a couple other business owners here in town are trying to put that together
1: that'll be wonderful Mm -hmm. yes and you'll have entertainment yes food and It'll be a good time.
0: Yes. So trying to provide a multicultural event, you know, it's uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal for us. It's a big deal for our people. Um
1: We would love for the chamber to be um for or your business, your Latino businesses mm-hmm. to be more engaged with the chamber.
0: Absolutely. We have meetings and trust me, I talk to them about it. I would I can come <laughs> to one of your meetings maybe. How about that? That sounds good. That sounds good. We'd love to have this, this person. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um I just, I don't know why the our Hispanic community is reluctant on, they're hesitant, I should say, on um, joining. I'm not sure what the reason is behind it. I can't quite get it from them. <laughs> it's
1: fine. Maybe I can. <laughs> right. I think we everybody just want to knows be you. a resource.
0: Uh, but basically, for
1: us, mm-hmm. it's easier to retain business mm-hmm. than to recruit. Mm-hmm. So if we can keep our businesses, if we can be a resource for all of our mm-hmm. businesses. Through their chamber membership, that's what we
0: want to do. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's been, you know, one thing, you know, the free, I say, you know, the advertising you get with the chamber. And again, the word of mouth, the people that you meet. If you come to events (laughs) and you
1: um, utilize all the resources for the chamber, Mm -hmm. I feel like you get definitely, it's very inexpensive to become a chamber member. You get your, your bang for your buck for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you have any advice for entrepreneurs? See, say it for me. Do you have any advice for
0: entrepreneurs?
1: Entrepreneurs,
0: Sylvia. Do you Mm -hmm. have any advice for entrepreneurs? (laughs) Do you (laughs) Um, have a five-year plan? Have some money in the bank. Don't go in broke. (laughs) And utilize the resources. And utilize all the the. I, the you, resources that are available. I don't think yes. at the time,
1: maybe you weren't as involved in the chamber. Did no, you I didn't? wasn't. Okay, mm-hmm. so when you first started, wouldn't you say that if you had used some of the chamber services, it might have been a little easier for it,
0: you? It would have been. Um, and I'll never forget, and I hope I'm okay to say this. I remember when Carol Beddingfield came to my office and knocked on my door. I told her to go away. <laughs> I remember you telling me that story You you said you didn't know who it was I I thought it was somebody that was I thought it was a staff member and I just said go away And then she's like Sylvia It's me Carol (laughs) Okay come on in You can come in I'm so glad Carol came to you Absolutely and then I've been a member Well, I joined the board and then I've been a member Ever since so And it's been a wonderful thing
1: And you were a great board member by the way And that's why we've got you on our leadership
0: team (laughs) Thank you It's been definitely an honor. Will you sing us out? La cucaracha, la cucaracha, ya
1: no puede caminar. No more cockroach, no more cockroach. (laughs) That is a cockroach song. And now I'm going to be stuck with that song in my head all day. Luckily, I don't speak Spanish, so it might. (laughs) Arriba, arriba. I could get it real, really, it could go really south fast, Sylvia. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me.
0: You've been listening to Business is Booming. A podcast brought to you by Fort Payne Chamber of Commerce. The host is Chamber Director Jennifer McCurdy, Executive Producer Stephen B. Smith, with Assistant Producer Emily Kirby. Our engineer is Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studios. Business is Booming is a production of Rare Life Media.